0: You can interact with us via social media on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio and on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback to us via the contact form on our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. If you enjoy this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday each day with a different theme. It's Thursday and that means lights out. This episode aired originally on April 27th, 1943, and it's called Execution. Ironized Yeast presents Lights Out,
1: everybody.
2: Arch Ovaler. Tonight the makers of ironized yeast bring you a story not of imaginary terrors. No, ladies and gentlemen, tonight's play will thrill and chill you beyond any power of the supernatural. Because this story is based on cruel, grim reality. So tonight we urge you not to avoid this excitement and tension. Rather, we urge you to turn your radios up and listen as you've never did before.
3: Himmler! Hi, Hitler. Well, my Führer, I have the report. Now, look here, hey, Hitler. It's no use getting so red in the face. That won't help anything. What happened, happened, and as long as we know why it happened, I'll see to it it won't happen again. So nothing is lost and something is gained. Now, here, I have the report here. It arrived by Courier only five minutes ago. I rushed it right up. Didn't even stop to read it myself. Ah, so, I will read. Official report on the Renoir incident is made by Captain Hans Mauchlich to Major Heinrich von Traberitz, commanding officer 3rd Division Army of Occupation at Headquarters Paris, Heil Hitler. I, Hans Mauchlich, Captain, member of Elite Guard assigned to 3rd Division Army Occupation, being in my right mind and in full realization of the consequences to me, make the following statement. On the day of April 7th, at 2 o'clock in the morning, Sergeant Karl Fischl, while on patrol duty in the town of Renoir, was shot at by un identified woman and slightly wounded in the left thigh in accordance with all the radio a...
4: from Paris headquarters I at once placed the entire population of Renoir under arrest and in accordance with further orders received collected 50 female hostages to be hanged in the village square unless the criminal who had shot Sergeant Fischel was turned over to me at once these French women were placed in the basement of the town hall, and precisely at sundown, having assembled the populace in the public square, I mounted the scaffold platform which had been erected there and spoke to this village of criminals. Attention! Attention! I warn you, no disturbances, or I will give the order to fire. Now, for the last time, who among you is guilty of this crime? Speak! So. Very well. The next time, every man and woman in this town will be deported for hard labor in the Reich. This time, we will proceed with the executions. Silence! Sergeant, the first prisoner... At this point in my report, may I explain that the 50 women to be executed had been picked at random by squads sent through the town a few hours before. I personally knew none of them, but I personally counted them as they entered the place of imprisonment, and I personally posted the guard. That I know. The first prisoner, bind her hands up to the platform. Loose around her neck. Oh. Tighten the rope. Face on the trapdoor. So, the prisoner will lift her head. Lift your head. Look at me. At this point in the report, may I describe the prisoner? Sex female, age indeterminate, clothes indeterminate. She lifted her face as ordered. Then a strange thing happened. She smiled. Yes, smiled. Smile? Why do you smile? Very well, the trap door. Hang her! Herr Captain, well, her neck is broken. Do not cut her down yet. People of the town of Renoir, the first of your women hangs here. The first evidence that to harm a soldier of the Holy Reich means death, certain death. Remove the body, bring out the next prisoner. At this point in my report, may I explain my plan? To hang was not enough. No. These Frenchmen and their women and their children must learn their lesson in a way they would never forget. One by one, the women would be brought out. One by one, they would stand on the platform. One by one, the rope around the neck, the trap door, the body twisting and turning in death, Coming through that door, climbing then to the scaffold, and dying. Fifty of them, and it would take hours. And these Frenchmen and these French women and their children would never forget this lesson. Bring her here over the trap door. Rope around her neck. No, no, do not bind this one. It is better that they out there see her dance at the end of the rope. The other die too quickly. Ready? Yes, Captain. The prisoner will lift her face. Lift your face. Your face. You are related to the one who just died. Answer me. Very well. People of Renoir, you see before you the second of you who is to die for the crime against the Reich. This one, I can see, is related to the first. A sister, perhaps. It will not save her. The crime must be avenged. <laughs> you laugh.
5: <laughs>
4: Hang her.
2: Her captain. Her neck is broken.
4: Broken? So small a woman? Why should. Sergeant, they dropped too far. Shorten the rope. Let them struggle before they die. The next prisoner. At this point in my report, may I state that all day it had been threatening rain. In spite of that fact, I had not felt it good psychology to postpone the executions. At this point, the time was 4.30, and the sky was getting quite dark, but I was determined to complete the executions. By the time the next woman stood on the scaffold, it was very dark. People of Renoir, the third criminal to die for the crime against the Reich. The crime must be
5: avenged. (laughs) You, You
0: laugh
6: too? Why? You're going to die? Why do you laugh? You will know. Hang
5: her.
4: At this point in my report, I will state that this woman did not die easily. I could tell that from the faces of the people and the animal cries that came to their lips as they watched this woman of theirs flinging about at the end of the rope. I was quite pleased. Silence, silence. Silence! Silence! Well, people of Renoir... She thought she would not die. You see, she is dead. There is no escape from the vengeance of the Reich. Bring up the next one. Stop that drum. Yes, people of Renoir. There is no escape from the power of the Third Reich. Today over all Europe, tomorrow over all the world. What power is there to stop us? All right, bring the prisoner up here quickly. At this point in my report, may I say it was darker than before. The clouds. There was a feeling of an electrical storm in the air. Hurry her up, there. Hurry her up. Sergeant, turn on the floodlights. But no one move. Shoot down anyone who tries to leave the square. Do not think the storm will make any difference. Here you are, and here all of you will stay until the last one of your criminals is hanged. All right, all right, soldier. Do not stand there. The noose put it around her neck. No. Soldier, are you out of your mind? Why, did, why do you stand there? What is it?
2: Look at her. Look at her.
4: At this point in my report, I wish to state that I am not sure if I am in my right mind completely now. But at the time I am speaking of, I knew exactly what I was hearing and seeing. see. To look at her. I tell you, look at her. You. I. Sergeant. Sergeant. Yes, Captain. The bodies, are they down there? Yes, Captain. How many? Answer me, how many? Three. 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 Two. So, you, woman. You think that you'll make jokes with me. You. You are of the same family. Yes, that is it. You are of the same. <laughs> hey! Uh... At this point in my report, I will state only that I immediately ordered the next prisoner up to the scaffold. The fifth prisoner. Captain, this one, the same? You crazy fool, how can that be? Here, the searchlight, here. No. You, you are not. How can that be? (laughs) Sergeant, how many now? The truth, tell me the truth.
2: Four. Four, Captain. The truth, I order you. Four bodies, I swear it, Captain. And their faces.
4: Look at their faces. Answer me, their faces.
5: All the same, Captain. The same.
1: Ladies and gentlemen take a moment now to look around to reassure ourselves that we are where we are in the free america of today where thousands of people are able to say man
2: oh man am i going good making more money than i ever
1: did sure taxes are tough and i'm putting my ten percent in war bonds but even so i've got plenty left to spend for fun to spend for fun you think our fighting men in Africa are having fun? Was it fun for our boys at Guadalcanal fighting off the Japs from foxholes? Being shot down in flames over Berlin? Is that fun? Why, no, but like I said, I'm putting my 10% in war bonds. This is no 10% war, my friend. Our servicemen are fighting at 100%. And that's exactly why the news from Africa is good. Why we won at Guadalcanal. Why we're moving toward the offensive on other fronts.
5: Do
1: you want more American victories? you want our men to march into Berlin at the earliest possible moment? Why, yes, of course. Then back them up as they are fighting for us, 100%. Put that money you've got for fun into more war bonds. War is expensive, and if we hold back here on the home front, we'll needlessly prolong the war, thus throwing away thousands of American lives. Are dollars for fun more precious than the lives of American fighting men, of your fighting man? You know they're not. And remember, friends, the quicker the victory, the fewer lives lost. And if we want victory sooner, every American of us must do more. So go to your nearest bank or post office, wherever war bonds are sold in your town, and put every cent you don't really need into bonds. Do it for your own sake and for the sake of our fighting men. They give their lives. We must lend our money.
4: At this point in my report, I say only that it began to rain, a terrible rain, and we stood there in the rain, the people all around the scaffold, my soldiers on the platform, the hangman and I and the woman.
6: (laughs) (laughs) All the same. You hang for vengeance, don't you, Nazi? One German soldier shot at by a French woman who had the blessed right to kill him. (laughs) And you think you will have the vengeance with 50... (laughs)
4: Laugh
2: It's always the same
6: Shall I tell you about vengeance, Captain? You Germans think you know all about it But let me tell you of the real vengeance
4: At this point in my report I will tell you of my thoughts These women, the same, was not possible I left the scaffold and went below to where the bodies lay my flashlight I looked, broken necks, faces quite the same. Shut off the light, I climbed back to the scaffold. I was not disturbed, because now I understood. The families of these French were large, and all these were sisters. Five sisters. Yes, trying to frighten me. Well, that was ended with their broken necks. I ordered out the next woman for her execution. People of Renoir, there will be no further demonstrations of any sort. You will stand there in the rain until all your women criminals are dead. Five sisters have died, and I am certain that is the end of that family. And who is this frightened one with her hands in front of her face? All right, keep them there. Corporal, get the new noose around her neck. Hang her quickly.
5: <laughs> what? Her
4: face? <laughs> Another one. You French, such families, worthy of we Germans. But we have men, and you give birth to useless women. Six women, and all of them born to be hanged.
6: (laughs) Shall I tell you about vengeance, Nazi? What? You Germans think you know all about it. But let me tell you of the real vengeance.
2: Captain, the other one said those words. Shut your mouth.
4: You, woman, how do you know the words your sister said?
6: I said them. How could you? You think you know about vengeance, you Germans. Well, you don't. Vengeance, too, has to be based on truth. And what is your vengeance? You began a war once and lost it. To whom did you lose it? To these little people. To that little rabbi whose back you broke in a concentration camp. To that little child who suffocated under her mother's body in Poland.
4: At this point in my report, I state only that I made sure this one hanged until she was dead. And then I waited a little while before I ordered the next one out. The rain was very heavy. All the people stood there in the square below the scaffold, heads bowed to the rain. And in the light of the searchlights, they and the soldiers guarding them were like living dead, standing there unburied. Captain, this one, she's the same. What? Fire, uh, bring her up here. No. You hang her and she's not dead. <laughs> not dead? Run. Who is she? Run for your lives. Run. Run. Bring her up here. <laughs> she is not the same. She can't be the same one. Turn the searchlights fire. The same one? Run! 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 Stand where you are. Then open the fire. Shoot them down. Sergeant Copeland, where are you running? Stand, soldiers. Do not run. I order you. The lights. Why did you turn off the searchlights? Turn them on. I order you to turn them on. Soldiers. Gone.
6: Are you frightened, Captain? Put the rope around my neck.
4: You are not saying... I saw you hang.
6: Put the noose around my neck.
4: The bodies... I can see them down there.
6: Hang me. You want your vengeance. Fifty times the rope must stretch. Fifty bodies piled like cordwood. (laughs) And you call that vengeance shall I tell you a vengeance Nazi the vengeance of the people of the murdered republics what was their crime they wanted freedom from poverty and your battleships stood off their shores and your airplanes filled their skies and gave them blood to drink their own the vengeance of the people of Poland what was their crime they wanted to live just to live so the treads of your tanks ground them into the dirt and then your bombs lifted them out of the dirt. The vengeance of the people of Belgium whose crime was that they were weary of a battle they did not quite understand because you had given them confusion. And so you stripped them of human dignity and made them slaves to live on bloody knees before the masters of your Reich. The vengeance of Holland. Oh, that will be a horrible vengeance, Nazi. Nazi. For well, their crime was the crime of being men, of standing up and saying, This is our land and this is our freedom. Dare take them promise. So you swept over them. And when they could no longer fight, you took your vengeance by the murder of 40,000 of them. And the vengeance of Great Britain. Well, that will be a terrible vengeance, Nazi. It will be a vengeance that will. Li-
5: oh,
4: <laughs> I will hang you. Rope around your neck. Now talk. At this point in my report, I swear by the grave of my mother I tell the truth. I hanged this woman with my own hands. I made sure that she was dead. And then I reached down and cut the rope. I heard the body fall below in the dark. But when I got up off my knees and stood up on the scaffold again, another woman was there. And it was she.
6: The vengeance of Norway... Theirs, too, was the crime of free men content to live on their own land. And you put a swastika over their crosses and murdered their sons and starved their children. And the vengeance of the Balkans. So many vengeances, Nazi. Did you ever think of them? You, with your little vengeances against the helpless, the women, the children. Did you ever think of this moving mountain of great vengeance that is sweeping toward you? vengeance of the Russians, whose crime was that they wanted their own freedom, their own way, and who saw the hard work of 20 years ground under your Ponsus and your Stukas. Oh, Nazi, theirs will be a terrible vengeance. Theirs will be... And then
4: there was another one, another, but the same...
6: And the vengeance of the Americans. Their crime, that they were strong and they didn't like you and they laughed at you. And then their laughter turned to anger and you were afraid of their anger so you lifted another one's hand and gave them the treachery of a knife thrust in the back. And you drowned their men in the seas and you... (coughs)
4: I can report only what I saw. The trapdoor fell. She too was gone. The rope twisting and turning. And I was alone on the scaffold. Alone. I was alone. Yes, the rope twisting and turning. And I was alone. And then... Who shall I swear this on? What do I believe in to swear this on? I heard footsteps coming up the steps to the scaffold. And I ran to the edge, and I looked. The lightning flashes were quick, one after the other. And by them I saw that I had hanged eight. And there were 42 left. And now they were coming up the stairs, these 42. One after the other. One after the other, in a line that reached back across the square. Coming to me...
5: Are you... What do you want?
4: I report this. They came on the platform, one after the other. One after the other. The scaffold moved under the weight of them. And then the lightning came again. And I saw... All of them. She...
6: Poland, Belgium, Holland, Norway, Greece, Yugoslavia, Russia, Britain, America. I tell you, Nazi, no matter what the clever ones try to do at the peace tables, the people will not forget their vengeance. They will not forget their dead children and their dead wives and their dead sons and their dead mothers and their dead sisters and their dead lovers and their dead hopes and their dead wasted years. They will not stop at the borders of your Germany this time. They will march into it, into your Germany, the people. And their vengeance will be on every one of you who traded the cross for a swastika. ...and the great God of humanity for the little man who thought he was God.
4: Who are you? I report only this one last thing. As I asked the words, who are you... ...suddenly it was no longer all these women speaking with one mouth... ...but in the rain and the lightning... ...I saw them moving together... And all of them began to become one woman, a terrible thing that grew and grew into the air. I lifted my face to see. The lightning crashed about the top of her. And it was still that woman, towering higher and higher into the air. And when she spoke, her voice was the thunder.
6: Listen to me, Narcan. When that vengeance comes, you shall not hide behind your little man. For his crimes are his crimes, and your crimes are yours. And each must pay for his crimes.
5: Who are you?
6: For the good people of this world will not die this time in vain. This time the vengeance will be their vengeance, and the everlasting peace their peace. Who are you?
4: I report... I asked that, and suddenly I was lifted in the air. There was thunder and lightning around me, too. And up where I was, her voice was a whisper.
6: I am a French woman who stayed away from my own land too long. So long that some of my countrymen had forgotten that even the memory of me lives only where men fight for me. Who are you?
4: I close my report. This French woman told me her name, and she told me a place. Through the thunder crash, I heard her. And then the lightning struck, and I was falling through the air. And when I awoke, it was Morning. She was not there. And the scaffold was burned to the ground. And there were no bodies. And the village square was empty.
3: This This is the the end end of of my report. report. Can you imagine such a report, mein Führer? A woman who grows into the sky. Of course, the man will be shot. Um, Wait a minute. uh, seems to be an addition to the report. Uh, it says, Note, the French woman said she could be found at latitude 41 degrees north and at longitude 74 degrees west. Investigation indicates this is a place in the western hemisphere known as Pedlow's Island. Further investigation indicates that there is only one French woman on this island. She is called... The Statue of Liberty?
1: I see what you mean, Mr. Obler. The Nazis can kill people, but they can never kill the spirit of victory.
2: Yes, we've seen that proved over and over again in this war. We know how men, women, and children in France and Holland and Norway and every other country that's come under the Nazi heel are fighting back in every way possible. But we know equally well that the will to win is not enough. We can't fight the Japs or the Nazis with courage alone. The only way to fight these murderers effectively is in the language of bombs and bullets. Now, we on the home front who sleep in our comfortable beds and eat good meals in spite of shortages, we're being asked only to send our money to back up those who are fighting for our freedom. Well, if a Nazi isn't outside your door waiting to take you off to a concentration camp because you pray to your God on Sunday, or if a Jap isn't waiting with an executioner's sword, stained with the blood of an American aviator to cut off your head, it's only because all over the world, men and women of courage are fighting your battle. So the next time you take out a dollar and think, oh, what can I buy now, think again. Is there anything I want more than I want a world of peace and justice and security of loved ones back home again? and then do what your heart and mind tell you, you must do. Put every dollar and dime you don't need for actual necessities into this fight by putting them into war bonds and stamps. This may be our last chance to buy the right
1: to live as free men. Thank you, Mr. Obler. Friends, the makers of Ironized Yeast have been very happy to dedicate tonight's program to our government's second war loan drive. And now, Mr. Obler, can you tell us a little about next week's story? Well, before I do that, I'd
2: like to personally thank the Iron Eyes Geese folks for giving me the opportunity of presenting this play to you tonight. A word of thanks, too, to Edgar Barrier and Mercedes McCambridge, and to Hans Conried and Lou Merrill. As to next week, well, if you've ever wished on a star, listen in. For the play has the provocative title of The Heavenly Jeep. You lovers of the off the beat, a cordial invitation to be with us when the Heavenly Jeep
1: takes off. Yes, tune in next Tuesday again for Arch Obler's eerie story, The Heavenly Jeep. And if you need more vitamin B1 and iron, be sure to try ironized yeast. But remember, there's only one ironized yeast. You'll know it instantly by the yellow and orange package and by the big letters IY on the container and on each tablet. south, it's white shoe season, and even up north, you're beginning to see white shoes around town. And because of shoe rationing, lots of folks are giving their white shoes the best of care with EnerGene Shoe White. EnerGene Shoe White is made with the whitest pigment obtainable. It spreads over shoes easily and dries evenly with a real white, never a dingy off-white. So to keep white shoes looking better longer, buy EnerGene Shoe White. This is the Columbia
0: Broadcasting System.
5: Hi, this is Sarah Spencer of Self Talk Radio Show, and you're listening to I Love Old Time Radio.
0: Welcome back. Latitude 41 degrees north and longitude 74 degrees west will put you in some woods in Old Tappan, New Jersey, some 27 miles north of the Statue of Liberty. And in case you're wondering, the Statue of Liberty stands at latitude 40 degrees, 41 minutes, and 21.297 seconds north, and longitude 74 degrees, 2 minutes, and 40.2 seconds west. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com or by joining our Vintage Radio Club and get an extra episode a week. Tomorrow we end the week with Groucho Marx and You Bet Your Life. And join us next Thursday for some more Lights Out. For radio.com this is Virtual Vinny, signing off.